daily devotional intercession, Dr. Hancock. You have to create an atmosphere to invite the Holy Spirit in when you're doing intercession. Um, how do we do that? You set the music. You prepare yourself as if you're going because you are entering the presence of the King. You set the music of worship and praise. Give God all the glory and the honor before we ask anything. And sometimes people also lay prostrate. In other words, I'm going to lay prostrate before the Lord and hear what God is saying. Um, to give him, you know, again, it's a dialogue between you and God. And then you want to meditate on that thing. And then you want to pray. And also, you want to make sure what's pressing in your heart. A lot of times people think that intercession is just, yes, we're, we're to pray. But when you intercede, you are going deeper than that for a particular group or a particular person. So just keep in mind that intercession, you are entering in um, into the presence of the Lord so that he can do what he needs to do for that particular person or for you or for your family. You just want to make sure husbands and wives, you know, because they are supposed to be couples for all to see. And the kids should be first partaker of that blessing union at home. So the scripture says, be anxious for nothing. Um, anxious means very concerned, experience worry, unease, nervousness, immense event with uncertain outcome, want something very much. So again, when the word says be anxious, intercession, take it deeper. Again, intercession is just knowing based on the scripture, what the word of God says, so that now you already know that you can have what you want because you are interceding. You have prepared. And sometimes people even go on a fast before they go into a deep intercession. But again, a preparation, I think preparation makes the biggest difference. We have to make sure that we are prepared to go into the presence of the Father. And the word of God in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, take every thought captive. When you take it captive, you gain control over it. You got to keep in mind, you can't just leave your mind out there to wander. You have to give it boundaries and some kind of parameter because if you don't, then what's going to happen is you just going to be thinking about everything. And sometimes you hear people say that, you know what, I was trying to pray and it just did not work. Well, you have control over how you think and what you think. So when you go into intercession, it's whatever's in your heart. It's just pressing. It's just pressing. It's just pressing. That is what you're supposed to be praying for. But the reason why I went into the different scriptures before, because again, you have to plan your attack. You cannot just come up on the enemy except with the word of God and make sure that you have what you need in the space so that you can be effective in your intercession. Okay. If you praying for that marriage, if you praying for those children, if you praying for that job, you guys, we have power over all the enemy, but yet because we become so bombarded in thought and, and, and job and what we want and this and that, instead of allowing God to really, really speak and talk in our hearts so that we can intercede for the group and the person that we are supposed to be interceding for. Okay, you, you want to make sure what is intercession? It's the act of intervening on behalf of another. So just keep in mind, it's a strike upon. 
you know, so you want to make sure that when you intercede, your heart is right. You're not just doing it because of what you feel, because truly prayer is not about how we feel. It's about what God is leading us to do. So preparation to enter. I cannot stress that enough that when we go into the presence of the Lord, we have to be prepared. Don't haphazardly go into the very presence of the Lord. Now he does tell us in Hebrew 4 and 16, come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. But now you're in a position where it's on your heart to really pray for a certain group, our nation. Um, Right now, during this pandemic, the jobs, the families, the church, the pastors, and even, you know, I heard somewhere where someone was saying that the divorce rate, even among church members, is going up. You guys keep in mind that we have to have God at the heart of everything we do. So in in this season, we need to be praying. In 1 Timothy 2 and 1, it says, I exalt therefore, first of all, that prayers, supplications, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all men. Now, why did you ever ask yourself, why did God say in the scripture, it says, first of all, that supplications, prayers, and intercession, and thanksgiving. Now, if these were all the same thing, then he would have just said one thing, but he didn't do that. So when you talk about supplication, supplication is a call for help from God. Let me give you the perfect example. When the Breonna Taylor or the killing of the African-Americans for whatever reason, the, the for the nonsense in the killing of the African-Americans, for people doing stuff that is just really unjust. But when you look at the scripture, the word of God is already letting us know that this is where it's going. So those of us that are in the word and we are saved by the blood, then we have to take the veil off our eyes and ears. And you can't be emotional about this thing because being emotional will cause you to miss the part of intercession that you're supposed to be. I believe that intercession is that groaning in that spirit. It's like it's almost like you got you got a pain and you got to get down into that muscle and knead it out. That is what intercession is all about. So when you talk about supplications, again, it's a call for help from God. My God, it's a call for help. And then when you talk about prayer, prayer is a mutual contact between God and man. It's a dialogue going on about this, that, or the other. It could be your children. It could be your marriage. It could be your relationship. Remember the word of God talked about in the last days, how it's going to be a great falling away. The great falling away is going to come because now our ears does not endure sound doctrine because of all the things in the atmosphere. We shut down our environment. In other words, if you need to take a moment, then you take a moment. But husbands and wives set the atmosphere for your home. You got to make sure you intercede for your spouse, even when it hurts. You got to make sure you intercede before your children, even when they're not doing what they need to do. Y'all, intercession is so important. It's that personal one-on-one time where God can talk to you and you can talk to him and you guys are just really intimate in that setting. So whether you laying prostrate before the Lord or you are just really listening to the music and meditating and letting it get in your spirit. 
Now, supplication and then prayers. We talked about that. And then intercession, praying on behalf of others. Okay, again, for children who can't pray and don't always know the power of prayer and what to pray for. Um, those that are being abused, the older ones and the younger ones, the ones that are being manipulated for our nation. Because God tells us, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from your wicked ways, then will he hear from heaven. He will forgive our sins and heal our land. So again, those of you that know the power of prayer, it's time to pray. Now it used to be a concentrated energy going up to the Lord, but now the energy is all over the land. Y'all, it's time to pray. It's time to intercede for this nation. If we really want to see God take back this nation and he give us back everything we have. Remember, he said what the enemy has stolen. He has to give back to us 70 times seven. Okay. So again, Thanksgiving is focused relationship between God and man in one space is focused relationship. It is just a, an appreciation, a sincere thanks, um, a praise and offering a worship when we, an expression of gratitude, you keep in mind that again, God asked for all of these. I exalt therefore, first of all, that supplications, prayer, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all men. So this is not one thing. This is so many different things and it's all intertwined into one for intercession. Romans 8, 26 says the spirit help us in our weakness. Yes, he does. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself intercedes for us, intercede to impose in behalf of someone else in difficulty or trouble. There are people that we have to intercede for, the people that are hurting, abused, our nation, our president. He doesn't know. In my book, Call Him Screaming, Can You Hear Me? One of the things is talking about why do we need God when we have so much? Y'all, this material stuff is going to pass away. And your spirit is going to spend eternity with God or in hell. It's one or the other. So the whole purpose, now is the time to just stop what you're doing. Reflect on what you have been doing and ask God and allow God to really come in and show you what you should be doing in this season of your life. Okay. Um, intercede. We talked about that groanings. Groanings for the Greek word is st steno. Stenagmos, stenagmos, that's an utterance, a gushing of the heart. Those are those animals things that come, can come out because we are spending time with nothing but the Father, okay? So again, intercession, we have to make sure God is the one that give us the spirit to intercede. Remember, he said it's his spirit in us, both the will and to do that which he called us to do. So if God is not doing it, then it cannot be done. So I adjure you to just get in the presence of the Lord and allow him to really show you what you need to be doing in this season. I can't stress that enough. What are you supposed to be doing in this season? Yes, you are supposed to be pray praying, but prayer and action is a definite success. 
Because again, faith is an action word. And if we have faith that God is going to do what God say do, then we'll do what God tell us to do. But when we don't do what he tells us to do, then we can't expect him to do what his word bound him to do. God is bound by his word. So if we're to intercede for our pastors, for our lay members, for our children, for everyone, then we have to make sure that we give God exactly what he want, which is his word. Okay. Hebrews 7 and 25 says, wherefore he's able also to save them to the utmost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Jesus has paid the price for anything that you're going through, everything you're going through and will go through. Jesus has already paid the price. And when he paid the price, he's, he gave his life for us so that we can intercede. He gave his life so that we can have the right to the tree of life. He gave his life and then he left the Holy Spirit here to make sure that we get all that he says we can have. In this season of pandemic, don't be discouraged. In this season of pandemic, pandemic don't be scared. Just take God at his word. If you've never taken him at his word, take him at his word. And if you only went to first base, well, take it to second base. And if you went to second base, take it to third. And when you take it to third, take it as a home run. Because the word of God tells us that before the little eye, the little tit on top of the eye fell in God's word, heaven and earth will pass away. Intercession is real. And don't let anybody tell you what God has called you to do. The whole purpose when people tell you things, it should be to confirm what you've already spent time in interceding in prayer in the presence of the Lord. It is time for us to get to the place where we're supposed to be. Let's talk about a couple more scriptures about prayer. Ephesians 6 and 18, he said with prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. Let's talk about that for a second. When we are praying, it's not always with this natural or English language. Learn how to pray in the spirit. If you want your heavenly language and you've never prayed, I know it's going to sound a little crazy when you first start doing it, but if you get into the habit of getting in the presence of the Lord, give him some time. I always give God my freshness. I get up before I go to work. That is his time, and I'm not going to do anything in God's time. That's Mary. Mary is giving God my freshness. So again, in order to hear what he's saying, then I have to make time, just like you, you have to make time to hear God and quiet the noise so that you can know what you need to be praying about, interceding about, and expect. Don't just pray. Expect God to move. Because I promise you, if your expectancy for God means that, you know what? I know that this is the confidence that I have in God. That when I ask anything according to his word, he hears me. And if I know that he hear me, I know that my petition is granted. So just know that God has our best interest at heart. And we are able to receive all that he says that we can have. Um, first Timothy two and one, again, it says, first of all, then I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions, thanksgiving be made on behalf of all men. It is our job to pray for our nation. It is our job 
to pray for our people. It is our job, my job to pray for my husband, my husband's job to pray for me, us to pray for our children. You guys, if we get in the habit of praying for them, you can turn so many things by praying. And the word says that one put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000. We can release the angels that God has assigned to us because Psalm 103 and 20 says that the angels excel in strength to perform the word that we speak. But if you never perform the word and all you do is complain, there is nothing being done. Speak the word. Stick the word on it, as the old people used to say. Put the word on it. I challenge you to put the word on it and watch God. And don't have those private thoughts that give God pause about what he say. What does that mean? In other words, I'm speaking one thing with my mouth, but then in my mind, I am contemplating something else. Let's become like all of us, become like Abraham. Discuss the problems and rehearse the promises. Because if you get in the habit of discussing the problem, God doesn't have an issue with us discussing what's going on going on and I always put it up under the blood and I father I need to talk to you and just like I'm talking to this so you can hear me then I talk to the father that way as well um Roman 10 and 1 says brethren my heart desire and my prayer to God for them is for salvation you guys the blessings and 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 everything and the benefits is to the people that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior Okay, intercession is for those who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Those who have confessed, those who spending time with God and, and pressing. If, if something is pressing on your heart, if it's old people, if it's jobs, if it's schools, you guys, we have the ability to change every situation. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it is. If you just trust God and believe what God say, I guarantee you that situation would change. Okay, Matthew 5 and 44. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Y'all, you cannot beat God getting your enemy. You have to know that. You have to know you cannot beat him at all. And God has his best, our best interest at heart. Keep in mind if you're sick, the word tells us to call for the elders. There is so much going on and we got to get back to basics. Intercede for your church. Intercede for your family. Intercede for your community. Intercede for your children's husbands. Intercede for your daughter's uh, husband, your son, wives. Intercede. Y'all, I'm telling you, the word says that God is coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. It doesn't mean that we are perfect. It just means that we are perfectly covered by the blood of Jesus. Okay? So all of that. God has taken on all of that so that we can come boldly before the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. Intercession is real. And you got to know that without the Holy Spirit, and that's why I say when you confess Christ, Jesus now lives in our heart. And in order for us to be able to intercede, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to intercede through us and on our behalf. Because the word tells us that we don't know what to intercede for. And intercede, remember those groanings, the Greek word, which means utter, utterable gushings of the heart. Those deep, 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 deep things that we can't even speak to people about. You, you got to know that intercession is real. And God calls us to intercede. God calls us. There are different gifts in the spirit. And you got to know which one you are called to. So what is your gift? What is your gift? 
What is your gift? Acts 7 and 6, it says, Then falling on your knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold sin against them. Having said this, he fell asleep. Y'all, even when Jesus was on the cross, he prayed for the people that had put him there. That's love. That's an unconditional love. And though we don't deserve grace and favor, God gives it to us anyway. Grace is unmerited. Okay? No, it's nothing that we can't buy. We can't pay for it. We can't put a down payment on it. That is a free gift from God. But when God gives it to us, my sister always say a gift is only a gift when we take it like a gift. Intercession is real. Know why you're praying. Know what you're praying for. Jesus interceded. You know, when you go on a fast, that just heightens your spiritual senses and your awareness in the spirit. So all of that, anything that you want to do, all you have to do is really just call upon God and ask him, Lord, how do I do it? And when you ask him, how do he do it? He will show you. So in this season, yes, we need to be praying for our families. We need to be praying for husbands and wives. You know, my, my motto is naked and unashamed. I'm going to share it with God anyway because he already know. I'm not even going to try and act like what's in my heart is not what's in my heart. In this season, there are things coming out. And they are coming out because Jesus is soon to come. He wants you to know what's in your heart so you can know how to pray. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean none of that. It just means that he's given us an opportunity to get this stuff out of our heart. And if you just get it out of your heart and bring it before the throne, God can take it and make it into what he needed to be. And without him taking it and making it into what it needed to be, hey, if he can't do it, it can't be done. If you are in an abusive relationship, if I'm telling you, we have to quiet the noise that's in our lives and the, sometimes the very people that are in our lives and hear what God is saying. He's the best strategist I've ever met. He's the best counselor you can get. He is the best of everything because he's our God. He's our father. He's our friend. He's our confidant. He's El Shaddai. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's God of Elyon. He wants the best for us. And yes, when he sees us, he sees the perfected us because the blood is what covers us. So as we intercede for people, situations, and places, now our answer come because the blood is what God sees as we speak his word. So we are speaking his language through intercession. We are speaking his language going straight to heaven through our heavenly, heavenly language. And now you can expect an answer for your situation. I, I understand. And you can't share everything with everybody. You have to allow God to lead you. Sometimes we can be in a situation and we want an answer so bad that we ask everybody that we come in contact with, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Misery loves company. And sometimes people are going through things and you just don't know what people are going through. But if you need someone to pray for, make sure it's godly counsel. But even when you have a whole bunch of people at church, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to who you need to be talking to. Because when he leads you, you got to know that there's purpose. And we always think that God is leaning. This is one thing he's doing. No, he's multifaceted. And he's doing a whole lot of things in one. So this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 
And if we know that we he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real Talk, Dr. Hancock, A Family Affair.